When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tech and furniture at Office Depot, Office Max. You deserve it. Office Depot, Office Max. Taking care of business. Mackie and Judd, right about now. Yeah. No twins news, Bill? Uh, actually, some huge Twins news from oh, yesterday. Yeah, really? Forgot to throw this in the update. Bring me the news. Yeah, it uh, sounds like they spoke to the agent for uh, Addison Reed. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. really? That's huge. That's how you're going to bring me the news? I see what you did there. I see what you did no, there. just go. Just go. I just wanted the news, okay? We Chad, you're so clever. With the opening bell. Want to ring the bell? Dumba gives to Foligno. Back to Dumba. Dumba looking. Trying to go all the way across. Stall score! Koivu tries to escape Johansson, centered for Zucker, he scores! More third period magic for Zucker! I'm happy we won. Um, I, I'm not happy that we didn't play 60 minutes. Um, so, I mean, there's the good and the bad that you take out of this. I mean, the fact that you can come back in the third period. And it shows that you can come back. When you play with emotion, you can come back. I mean, I hope that this is a little bit of a believer that makes them believe a little bit. You know, bit. My, one of my biggest regrets of the week is not being next to Judd Zolgad, watching that game last night, and riding what I am assuming is a roller coaster of emotions. Down 3 nothing, Shipping away. Power play goals. And then the comeback in the third period. Uh, did, your, did your heart stabilize after last night's game? Uh, yes, very much so. Very much so, and um, you know, Bruce more than once in his post game press conference mentioned things like effort level, things that you both of you absolutely hate when people talk about hockey. We played hard for 25 minutes, but if we had played hard for 60, it wouldn't have been so difficult. So, I am here for all of you non hockey people to help you understand what transpired last night at the X. I love how hockey guys like yourself make it sound like Okay, you guys are all playing chess, or you guys are all playing checkers with your little baseball and football. They're, they're cute. Hockey they're cute. is a sophisticated man's game. It is about moves, third, fourth, fifth level. All right, go ahead. Do you want me to explain so to you? So complicated, Do you want me yeah. to explain to you? No, I'm going to put it I'm going to put it in Phil Mackey, more basketball terms of why they <laughs> wow, got down 3-0. All right? Awfully condescending. Because we could talk about effort, and we could talk about the arena being dead, and we could talk about the fact that they came out uninspired, and all of that would ring hollow with you. Yeah, blame the fans. That's Here's right. The why. fans weren't loud enough. That's why Here's they fell why. down 3-0. In very basketball-like fashion, in very basketball-like fashion, you know what cost you last night? You know why you went down 3-zip in the second period? Turnovers. Turnovers. Just like in basketball. Just like if Jeff Teague or Wiggins or whomever. In this case, it was Zucker Nino in particular. Zucker... Uh, with Wild on the power play, turned over the puck at his own blue line. Is this going to be all negative? Scores. They won the game. Nino Nino turns over the puck when it's 3-2. It becomes 4-2. Your defensive play was lacking. Boudreaux benched both his power play units when you were in the midst of a 2-for-36 power play slump. Then you came back. Then you came back in the third period and put together what could be a very important rally against a good Nashville team. But the point was, if you don't want to just simplify this to, well, they didn't really try hard for half the game, and then they tried hard, and they and they won. 
the mistakes that they made defensively, turning over the puck cost them. They cleaned those things up. They came back, and they got a good victory. It was very basketball-like in that fashion of how you come back from trailing after two periods early in the third and win that game. Uh, yeah, and then like and all, good for them. One of my one of my favorite things, and this this is mostly applicable to hockey, where even the top scorers in the league are maybe cashing in at a twelve or fifteen percent rate on their shooting percentage. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's because you have these massive human beings with huge pads taking up ninety percent of the of the space, you know, in front of the net. So like, it's really hard to get a puck through one of the open areas in general in hockey. But when 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 people fret over, you know, two week stretches of power play drought, what was what were they? Oh for what? Oh for their last at one point before they scored two last night. They were two for thirty six. Okay, so two for thirty six. Yeah, they had scored two and oh uh, was it ever gonna turn around? Like the answer is yes, always. Now it might not turn around to be the best power play units in the NHL, but anyone who frets Oh, is, are they going to be the worst power? No, like it's it ebbs and it flows, and there's a lot of variance because it's so hard percentage-wise to put a puck in the back of the net. But I will say this: uh, they have sort of dug themselves out of this deep hole that they started with early in the year. They were two weeks ago last in their division and ravaged with injuries, and at least now they've they've tied Chicago. They're two points back of Nashville, uh, so they're climbing on up, and they're and they've sort of. Stabilize things. I believe if the playoffs started today, there's like five teams tied with 20 points yeah, in the West. I'm not sure where the uh, the tiebreakers lie there, but at least they're back in the mix. Let me give you a list of names. Speaking of of things turning around, I'm going to give you a list of names, and then I'm going to give you the stat about about these guys that inevitably has to turn around. Ennis Koivu, Granlin Winnick, Erickson Eck, Kunin, Foligno, Cullen, and Stewart. Care to guess in that combination... How many goals that they that they have over a very extended period of time? I mean, we're talking about eight, seven, thirteen games. That entire list I gave you. Give me a ballpark on what I you mean, think like they've two, got for not goals. Not very many. They have one goal. Granlin scores one goal in thirteen games of that entire list. Ennis no goals in seven games. Koivu no goals in nine games. Same for Winnick. Erickson Eck hasn't scored since opening night. Cunning in eight games, Felino in seven games, Cullen the same thing, and Chris Stewart, who had six goals in the first six games, has no goals in 12 games. That inevitably has to turn around, speaking of turning things around. Uh, they did win the game, though. That was a very nice Judd's comeback. tone here in the opening bell. No, they did I told win you, the game. They I, scored four no, goals in the third period. I I, can't, I put that together as a Phil Mackey-friendly explanation You put that together after hockey. the first period no, and then didn't revise your no, notes. No, I put that together as a <laughs> Phil Mackey because Boudreaux got up there and immediately talked about effort and that we didn't work hard for X amount of time, and I knew that that drives you crazy, so I put it in basketball terms. All right, let Why me, were you down? Why did you come back? I love One of the themes on the show is you Dumbing down hockey for us. Dave, I have a question for you. Do you think, if you're going to rank all of the sports, like any sport that you want to rank in your head, where does hockey rank in the sophistication power rankings? Complexity? Like it's really complex and we're going to, I mean, football, there's 22 guys out there and it's diagrammed plays. I would say football is probably pretty high, despite the fact that most people evaluate it on a fantasy football level. Correct. Basketball... I guess it kind of depends if you're playing an ISO game or if it's a real, you know, team game. You're running plays. You're doing a whole lot of intricate defenses. Baseball can be intricate. I think it's very intricate. It's a very slow-moving game, though, so that's why a lot of people think it's boring and bland and there's not a whole lot to it. And hockey, puck luck. I'm with Dave on this. It's 80% puck luck. I bust my hump to put this into terms that both of you can understand, and you you say that I'm trying to condescend. I'm just trying to make last night's game into how we would talk about basketball instead of talking about effort and momentum and words you don't like. I'm trying to help here. Forgot grit. I'm your. I'm you your. Grit there, yeah, grit. Are, I'm. Yeah. I'm your friend. I am translating. <laughs> I am taking a foreign language and translating it if, for you. If you wanted a basketball uh, terminology, you should have said it's a game of runs. Hockey, a game of runs. You know, the uh, Predators get three. Wild well, get you know four. Here, it's a game of runs. Thank you. You're on board. Thank you. Thank you, Dave Harrigan. Dave. I don't want this to be about me. You know, it's about us. We're sitting in a good position right now, uh, pushing for playoffs. Hopefully, home field advantage or something like that. So, you know, we can't take the attention away from that. Uh, you know, we're playing great football, and I uh, pray that we can continue to just keep getting better. Whoever's in there, our, our goal is to, you know, push each other. 
and Case is in there, and I'm going to do everything I can to push him, whether it's being the second pair of eyes for him on the sideline or in the film room, or even on the practice field. Um, you know, that's what I want to do because at the end of the day, it's about making this team better. And if we're having solid quarterback play from that position, then obviously uh, the team's doing something. Uh, like Vikings and Rams this weekend, Judd. I was just, I was expanding out from Vikings Rams and the quarterback and offense matchup. It's been two of the better offenses in the NFL so far mm-hmm. uh, this season. Actually, Vikings quarterbacks collectively, mostly Keenan but some Bradford, have combined for the seventh best passer rating in the league, ahead of Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan, Derek Carr, and Ben Roethlisberger. So that's a that's a testament right there. And also the Rams are even better than that. They're fifth in the NFL, Jared Goff, in passer rating. And this is a testament to the power of scheme and offensive line. I give to you a snapshot of the top 10 passer rating offenses in the NFL. Now, of course, there are uh, the Tom Brady's, like the Patriots are number two on this list, and Drew Brees is number four, and you got a Russell Wilson in there at number 10, and you know Matt Stafford, number eight. But And passer rating's not the be-all, end-all measurement for quarterback performance. But sprinkle in here, you have Alex Smith and the Chiefs, number one. You've got second-year Carson Wentz and the Eagles, number three. You've got second-year Jared Goff and the Rams, number five in team passer rating. Vikings with career backup Case Keenum, seventh on this list. Mm -hmm. And Dallas Cowboys with second-year Dak Prescott, ninth. Now ask yourself, is it that Keenum and Wentz and Goff and Dak Prescott and Alex Smith are just like all of a sudden having these amazing epic career seasons and they're 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 pulling everything up around them and raising the water level or is it the Sean McVeighs and the Andy Reeds and the Pat Shermers of the world that are crafting and also offensive lines building things around these quarterbacks. I looked at those rankings and said that is a testament to the power of scheme yep. and the power of offensive lines. 100% right. Yeah, I mean that that's the thing about this is is I I think our our ordinary reaction with football is to say, well, if you're playing well and and your offense is going well, it's a quarterback, right? It's got to be the quarterback. Quarterback is certainly part of that, but yeah. I mean this this McVay is this kid has come in at 31, and he has taken an offense. The Rams have not changed that much. I mean, the Rams... Yeah, it ain't like the, well, they have a left the tackle. The Rams got now. a left tackle. That's key. But what I'm saying is the Rams have a lot of the same personnel, and that personnel has gone from from looking inept, inept to being really good. It is scheme. It is personnel up front. But the, the thing about it, and what frustrated me last year was Todd Gurley is a perfect example. You watched what the Rams were doing with Gurley last year, and you said, what the hell are you doing? You've got this guy who clearly can catch the ball. He's clearly really talented, and you're not, and you're using him, but it, it makes no sense. So, yes, this is what we're seeing from teams like the Rams and Vikings is based largely on the fact that if you get the right personnel and the right offensive coaches in place, it makes an enormous difference. Yeah, this, I agree with this you. is going to be a fun game this weekend, and we've talked about it all week, but just a really unexpected powerhouse matchup in the NFC Vikings and Rams. How about the fact within uh, essentially a four-day period, the Vikings season largely will be defined? Yeah, in our minds, over starting on Sunday and ending uh, at some point on Thursday, the Viking season largely could be defined as either being this is completely legit. We still, I don't know for sure, or uh oh, you're in trouble. I don't think, I don't think it derails if you lose both these games. But let's talk more about that when we come back it, here. It doesn't derail it, but it certainly changes the complete perception of how far they can go. And if yes. you, and I, and I think I'm this game you. specifically against the Rams is kind of a gatekeeper game. Where you're definitely a playoff contender, and you know, barring a huge downfall here, you're a playoff team. But this is a gatekeeper game to that next level, and uh, and maybe Super Bowl contention. So let's talk more about that. We have a packed show here on a Friday. Write that down, predictions, and an accountability session at ten o'clock. It's a game show Friday today, so be listening for your chance to win prizes and have some fun with us on the old airwaves. Uh, Todd Furman. From the Bet the Board podcast helps us every single week with our NFL picks against the spread, including Vikings-Rams. Vikings a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home this week, and that's 11 o'clock. Superstar Mike Morris in the house in the noon, and I wasn't the only one serving a punishment this morning for our quarterback cesspool challenge. Uh, reading sports updates all morning, Judd Zolgad will suffer a punishment at our hands sometime during the show, probably in the noon hour, Mackie and Judd. 
The Mackie and Judd Show will continue in a moment. Do it now! On 1500 ESPN. For the last four decades, that's 40 years, Newgate School in Minneapolis has been doing a lot of really, really good work. They can't do any of that good work without vehicles. When you donate a vehicle to Newgate School in Minneapolis, you're starting a process that helps many people. First of all, you're employing the staff over at Newgate. Second of all, you are doing a great job supplying a vehicle that students can work on. The staff certifies the students with the Certified Tuition-Free Auto Training Program. How do they get certified? They work on donated vehicles. So if the tranny's missing a little bit, maybe it needs a complete new paint job, they need to work on the campus right here in Minneapolis, and they work towards certification. They need to use all of those, I don't know, instruments that they use at the garages, the tools that they work at all the dealerships, everything. They need to be ready to work. That's what Newgate prepares them for, and that's why you should donate your vehicle. All local here at Minnesota, 612-378-0177, online at NewgateSchool.org. I'm Jim Evinger, CEO of Renew Sleep Solutions. Are you ready to stop snoring and treat your sleep apnea without a big, bulky CPAP mask or painful surgery? The Renew Sleep System from Renew Sleep Solutions is the FDA-cleared, compact, comfortable, custom-fit solution that's proven to stop snoring and treat your sleep apnea. There's no mood-killing mask, no pain or downtime, just a better night's sleep for you and the loved one next to you. I've seen it change thousands of lives, and yours can be next. The Renew Sleep System is covered by most medical insurance, and right now is a great time to use your HSA or flexible spending account. Many have already met their deductible for the year, so there may be little or no out-of-pocket cost to you. Feel great again, Twin Cities! Learn more at RenewSleep.com or call 612-263-9000. That's 612-263-9000 or go to RenewSleep.com. I got tickets. What do you say? Football, Minneapolis, U.S. Bank Stadium. Are you kidding? I'm not making that drive. Parking downtown is a nightmare. Relax. We'll take Jefferson Lines. Free Wi-Fi, comfortable seats, and no stress. Plus, they drop you off right downtown. No parking. Jefferson Lines offers affordable rates to Minneapolis from all across greater Minnesota. 15 bucks from St. Cloud, 25 bucks from Duluth. I'm sold. Skull. For a stress-free ride to the game, visit JeffersonLines.com. Jefferson Lines, your number one bus experience in Minnesota and throughout the the Midwest. Eden Prairie Nissan's Black Friday event is on with the biggest discounts of the year on the Nissan you've been waiting for. Save thousands off MSRP, get interest-free financing, or lease at the lowest rates of the year. Visit Eden Prairie Nissan today. Discover a huge selection of all your favorites. Ultimus, Rogues, Sentras, Muranos, and more. It's the Black Friday event at Eden Prairie Nissan, 494 and Highway 5 or online at EdenPrairieNissan.com. Through the power of running, a local nonprofit, Mile in My Shoes, brings people together with diverse backgrounds. By pairing residents of homeless shelters and transitional housing with local run mentors, Mile in My Shoes serves as a catalyst for community building, health and wellness, leadership, and a sense of pride that comes with accomplishment. Resident members and community run mentors find common ground, learn from each other, and transform themselves as they transform each other. Running together to change perceptions and change lives. Learn more at Mile in My Shoes. Put game day over everything this college football season with Dos Equis, the official beer sponsor of the college football playoffs. Celebrate with a nice cold Dos Equis at the ultimate college football viewing party. Judd here. Join me at Lucky's 13 in Bloomington on Saturday the 18th from 3 to 5 p.m. Enter for a chance to win a 55-inch TCL Roku TV, America's fastest-growing TV brand. Dos Equis Lager Beer, imported by Cervezas Mexicanos, White Plains, New York. Respect the game. Don't drink more. Drink better. Total Defense in Ramsey offers an extensive lineup of products and services. A full-service retail gun shop, state-of-the-art 10-lane indoor shooting range, gunsmithing, personal defense instruction, including women's self-defense, permit-to-carry classes, and a business model centered around honesty and integrity. One visit to Total Defense, and you will agree, this is a business with passion for their products and dedication to customer service as priority one. Located north on Highway 47 in Ramsey, online at mntotaldefense.com. Mackie and Judd are back. Put down the sports page and listen. On 1500 ESPN. 
And this portion of Mackie and Judd is sponsored by Robert W. Baird and Company. Case just makes it happen. You know, he finds a way, especially back there. You know, when he uh, gets to running around a little bit, keeps his eyes down for you. He just creates some things. You know, as a receiver, you just try to, you know, get open and stay open. You know, as far as, like, keep standing on the same page as him and, you know, trying to uh, be at the right place at the right time for him because he's going to trust you to make the play. You just got to be there. Uh, Mackie and Judd back and better than ever this morning for our final 915 segment. Emotional. Of the week. Extremely emotional. Of this particular week. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, That was Stefan Diggs talking about Case Keenum, who has the seventh best passer rating. uh, Combined when when you combine it with Bradford's first week, the Vikings have the seventh best team passer rating in the NFL. Uh, And so I guess if you just isolate Case Keenum and look at Case compared to the rest of the league, Case Keenum has a better passer rating than um, Derek Carr, Ben Roethlisberger, I believe Matt Ryan mm-hmm. himself. And so just before we get into the meaning of this game against the Rams, one last point on the, the quarterbacks and the power of scheme and offensive line. This is not to to urinate all over Case Keenum's career seven-game stretch here. It's been It's been very serviceable. It's been very good. At times, I think sometimes because we have our quarterback beer goggles on, we think we're watching Tom Brady because we're so used to watching the Matt Castles and the Josh Freemans and bad offensive lines. But what do you think is more likely that Case Keenum has reached this new plateau in his career and he's now better than Ben Roethlisberger and better than like Derek Carr and better than Matt Ryan, who was the MVP last year, or that all the things around him to the credit of Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman and Pat Shermer have all elevated and thus raising the water level of the quarterback spot. I mean, that's that's yeah, how I, I read into it. Yeah, I think it's the latter. I uh, he, as you said, he deserves credit for what he's done. He's done a very nice job. He was, he has proved to be the perfect guy to sign after not having a backup plan in 2016. This has been a really good signing, and so I don't want to put him down for the fact that he has come in and done a very good job. That being said, I think that he has he's a smart enough guy and he's a good enough quarterback that he has been able to in a relatively uh short sample size take advantage of the opportunity presented to him and good good for him. I guess my question would be this too though. If you look at a guy like this, how many uh players have there been in sports playing absolutely crucial positions who at this point in their life, he's 29, I believe going he's going to be 30 in March or something like that. Anyway, he's been around for 5 or 6 years. And he's near 30. How many guys at crucial positions in sports have gotten this opportunity, embraced it, done as good a job as Keenum has done for the most part with some very iffy halves mixed in there, and then continued on that course for the remainder of their career? As Now, Brady got a break and he got in, but But he was was a young kid. Mm -hmm. Yes. So how many times have we seen a guy get this opportunity, grab it, prove to you that he's really changed, and run from there. Not a lot. Yeah, more often than not, the guy who's been around as a backup for a while and and wasn't highly touted. You know, Aaron Rodgers was a backup for three years, but he was a first round pick, and and the debate was whether he'd go number one overall. So, but 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 the guys who weren't highly touted, who weren't you know first second round draft picks, and they sit for a while in their backups, and then they get their shot and they perform pretty well in a small sample size in their late twenties or something. Most of those guys turn out to get big contracts and provide buzzkill performances. But that doesn't, like, the long term of it doesn't matter as much because if Case Keenum can continue to play, let's take Bridgewater out of the occasion. If he can continue to play the way he has, which I still think is overrated by a lot of Vikings fans because of beer goggles, quarterback beer goggles, they can win a Super Bowl with the level of play he's given you to this point you disagree because you think he's going to throw the Devitts, and he might. Like he might. I think he's going to have the yes. But the defense the to quarterback him. ratio is what I always go back to, and the Vikings defense is so good. Yes, you don't need Tom Brady at quarterback to win a Super Bowl, and that's why to me Sunday's a great test because I am fairly convinced that the Rams are undefeated on the road this year so far. They, they've won yeah. all four games, and they smoke teams on the road. Too. I am fairly convinced that on Sunday you are going to get a test where if you put if you try to put together a bad first half, good second half or vice versa, you're not going to win. Sunday to me is going to tell you a lot because if you look at the schedule and and this is my main point about the league is ordinarily during the course of the regular season, if you have a good team, 
you get a lot of teams on a weekly basis that you can beat. They're either hurt, they're not that good. In the Rams, you are going to get a real test. In the Rams, you're going to get a team that that looks, uh, from everything we've seen, like they're going to be there for the playoffs. And so on Sunday, if you come out in the first half and you slump, you're going to go down 14 or 21 to 7 or nothing or something like that, or your offense is going to cost you. Or if you come out and you play really well and get off to a fast start again, and in the third quarter you throw a couple bad picks, it's going to cost you. So I think what Sunday is going to do is Sunday is going to force us to wake up, look across the bed, our beer goggles are gone, and we're going to see the real Case Keenum. Uh, yeah, it's and it's I mean, it's obviously for him. There, there might if he's already an excitable quarterback as as Mike Zimmer has has coined him this week. Facing the team that benched him last year for Jared Goff, there might be more and seven and two, seven and two. There might be an excitable factor here, so uh, you'll you'll get that aspect layered on top. You know, the Rams, I'm with you. This is a gatekeeper game. You're already a playoff contender. You're pretty much in the playoffs unless you go. Because you got those three built-in games at the end of the year against the Bengals at home. You got Chicago and you got Green Bay, maybe without Aaron Rodgers. And so, like, that gets you to 10 wins right there. So even if you were to go 0 for 4 in your next four pretty tough games, you could still bounce back and make the playoffs. So I think they're a playoff contender regardless of whatever happens. Or I think they're a playoff team regardless of what happens on Sunday. But if you beat the Rams on Sunday and all of a sudden now you're 8-2, and two, you have proven superiority over the first or second best team in the NFC to this point, that brings you from solidly in the playoffs to, whoa, now we're talking maybe damage. We're talking home playoff games. We're talking damage in the playoffs. We're talking bye. But this is, yes, but this is a tall task. This team hasn't played a close game in a month. Mm-hmm. The last close game they played was at Jacksonville, in which they won that game by 10 points against maybe the best defense in the NFL. They won that game 27 to 17. The three games since then, they have a bye week in the middle of their uh, in their schedule there too. The three games in the last month the Rams have played, they've outscored their opponents 117 to 24. Now, Arizona's banged up. The Giants are checked out, and Houston's super banged up, so they haven't exactly played cream of the crop competition. But when you're beating NFL teams 33 rip and 51 17 and 33 to 7, that is that's a pretty good stretch for the Vikings opponent. The Rams have won their past four games by an average of 25.8 points per game. This is the same game for the Rams and the Vikings. It's the same exact game. It's your opportunity. You don't, if you look at the schedule, you don't get that many chances to face really good teams. And and when we sit there in April and dissect the schedule, a lot of times what you can't predict is injuries. There is inevitably probably uh, four teams in each conference that that are either far superior or worse than, than you expect. I mean, when this schedule came out, this Rams game was like, oh, great, okay. But... This game to me is the same exact type of measuring stick game for the Vikings as the Rams is it's going to give both these teams an opportunity to play basically healthy a healthy opponent that's really good. This is going to tell both teams you're either completely legit or you might not be as, as good as you thought. Yeah, and you know, I know that people are sort of discrediting the win over New Orleans in week 1 because they they just went on such a tear. They started 0 and 2 and then they've they haven't lost. I don't think they've lost since week 2. They haven't. Uh, so they've won seven straight games. Well, that was a different team. I mean, maybe like it, obviously week one coming out of the preseason, yeah. teams aren't fully gelled yet, and sometimes it takes until October. But you still get credit. You beat them very handily, and you deserve credit for that win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when when the to your point, when the schedule is complete, and you look at what are the games that really matter in trying to gauge how good the Vikings are, I still put home against New Orleans week one on that list. Maybe you downgrade it a little bit because it's not quite the same team at Pittsburgh. Is on that list. They bounced back last night. They beat the brakes off, yeah, off they the Titans. Didn't just bounced back. They thrashed them. I, I put Washington on the road on that list of good litmus test games. Washington might not make the playoffs, but that's a, a pretty rock solid. That's a good quarterback, a good offense. It's a good offense, yes. And it's a it's a road environment. So those three games that you've played already, and you're two and one in those games, but mm-hmm. then home against the Rams, I think at Detroit, I think at Atlanta. Basically, the next four games at Carolina, you're going to look at 
the games I just mentioned and say, okay, what's their record in those games? And that'll well, give us a gauge of what they can do in the playoffs. And within the four-day period of playing the Rams and at Detroit, you're, you are going to say there is a chance that you can say this team is completely legit and this team has every opportunity to make a deep playoff run. And if you win back-to-back games here, there's also a very good chance that you are uh, that you're facing a first-round bye as well. So within a four-day period, you are going to either say, wow, this team is really good, or you're going to say, eh, Case wasn't as good as we yeah. thought he was, perhaps. I think it's a two-and-two two stretch. If they go if they go two-and-two, two, or better, obviously, but if they go two-and-two, two, regardless of how those two, if they go 0-and-2 oh and, and then 2-and-0, oh, whatever the order is, if they go two-and-two, two, I will feel pretty good about this team the month of December, maybe even January. Like, if they go 3-and-1 or 4-and-0, oh, Super Bowl. If they go 2-and-2... Two Okay, playoff win, maybe a home playoff game. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a fun little month-long stretch here for the Vikes. You're getting ripped, by the way, on Twitter here for your your hockey uh, segment there in the opening bell. Excellent. Uh, Hugh chimes oh, in. Oh, not Hugh. Don't let JJ's simpli- <laughs> JJ. I know. I know Hugh don't, is. Don't let JJ's simplistic toddler age breakdown of hockey fool you. As somebody that played multiple sports, hockey is more intricate than baseball, and I'm par with basketball. Judd just doesn't know what he's watching. Wow. I love Hugh. Wow. But Hugh, I've told Hugh for <laughs> for more than a year, I've told Hugh, you can tweet me too. I'm not going to bite your head off. Hugh. I love when he tweets and me Hugh, to like send it to you. If, if Hugh oh, was hilarious. not a coward, I would be Whoa. much happier about Hugh sending us tweets. Whoa. Coward. He's a, P, he's a P1 listener. But he won't tweet me. <laughs> He will never tweet me. If it's you're going to rip me, tweet me. I agree. Hugh, you should tag Judd in these yeah, tweets for sure. Yeah, it's not that hard. No. Um, let's. Okay, this is a good idea by you uh, to put this in here today because with the, the sports landscape changing very much over the past 6 to 12 months in the Twin Cities, Twins popped up, Wolves have made a bunch of moves. Let's go back and redo our Minnesota sports confidence rankings, including Gophers. Yes, Gophers. The Gopher landscape has changed quite a bit, too. Absolutely. Uh, write that down, predictions at 10 o'clock and an accountability session. It's Mackie and Judd on this Friday. 1500 ESPN presents 52 Super Stories leading up to the big game. Brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, where you always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Here's Patrick Royce. We did this last week, talked to you about Bob McGinn's book on the Super Bowl, aptly named the Ultimate Super Bowl book. It had its second edition published after the 2012 game when the Giants upset the unbeaten Patriots in Super Bowl 46 in Glendale, Arizona. That was also the last Super Bowl that I covered and among the most memorable. I'm looking forward to covering another one in uh, Minneapolis in February. McGinn's book contains many top 10 lists, including the top 10 characters. That's probably my favorite list. And we went through the uh, 5 through 10 last week. But I wanted to stop and get to my number one all-time favorite Super Bowl character, number four on McGinn's list, Thomas Hollywood Henderson, linebacker, Cowboys, Super Bowls 10, 12, and 13. After filling up every reporter's notebook all week long, Hollywood snorted liquid cocaine during the game from an inhaler that he concealed in his uniform pants. But what an athlete this guy was. He ran 4-3 as a linebacker, and they used to give him the ball on reverses on kickoffs, and not he could have played anywhere on the field. Number three on the list of all-time characters, and he maybe should be higher, uh, Joe Namath. The photos of Namath sitting poolside surrounded by writers and bathing beauties are enduring images of Super Bowl III. His guarantee of victory was the stuff of legends. I know we're going to win. I have that attitude. I feel that way. And it's not overconfidence thing. It's football sense. Namath has not been bashful this week. And he has said that the Jets are going to win. He doesn't even predict it. He said, I guarantee And you know what? That game made the Super Bowl. The first two years, they weren't selling out, and then Namath came along. Number two, Jim McMahon, quarterback, Bears, Super Bowl 20 in New Orleans. I was at that one. Boy, did he keep us moving. Uh, Mooning news helicopters, ripping Bears management, carousing on Bourbon Street, allegedly insulting the residents of the Big Easy. Each new day, a new headline involving McMahon. It 
certainly did. And number one, Max McGee, receiver Packers, first Super Bowl after an all-nighter with a blonde from Chicago. And then Boyd Dollar went down on the second play of Super Bowl number one. And of course, McGee had the game of his life to review. Here's the top ten characters. Uh, Max McGee, Jim McMahon, Joe Namath, Thomas Hollywood Henderson, Fred Williamson, Shannon Sharp, John Riggins, John Matuzic, Dwayne Thomas, and Brett Favre. If you want to read uh, Bob McGinn's football coverage these days, just go to Bob McGinn Football, M-C-G-I-N-N. It's a very well-done website that uh, I have started to follow. 52 Super Stories continues next week. Brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, where you always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. And for more details on Super Bowl 52 coming to the Twin Cities in 2018, sign up for the host committee email at mnsuperbowl.com. Don't go anywhere. More Mackie and Judd coming up next. There's free candy. On 1500 ESPN. How would you like to have all of your entertainment favorites in one place? Well, TCL is America's fastest growing TV brand. And the TCL 4K Roku TV does just that. With an easy to use personalized home screen. Quick access to connected devices. Along with over 4,000 streaming channels and 450,000 movies and TV episodes. So no more things to plug into your TV. No need to worry about the input button. And no complicated menus. Because it's all there with the TCL 4K Roku TV, along with excellent picture quality, sleek design, and stunning resolution. You have to see the exciting new lineup of TCL TVs with superior 4K picture quality and Dolby Vision, giving you greater contrast, more accurate colors, and lifelike images. If you're thinking about upgrading your TV, look no further than TCL. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand, is now available at major retailers. Learn more at TCLUSA.com. Sue here for Minnesota's own MyPillow. MyPillow inventor and founder Mike Lindell is bringing back his great two-for-one deal just in time for the fall sleeping season and the holidays. Buy any premium MyPillow and get a second one free. That's two premium MyPillows for the price of one. And even better, MyPillow is extending its money-back guarantee to March 1st next spring. If you're not entirely happy with your MyPillow, you can return it for a full refund until March 1st next year. But take it from me, it's not going to be a problem. You're not going to get rid of this pillow. So if you missed this deal last year, now is your chance. Uh, you got to move fast. This offer will end December 31st. Two pillows for the price of one. What are you waiting for? Call MyPillow today at 800-620-4439 or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio special button on the homepage and enter the promotional code GL at checkout. Get yourself two premium MyPillows, 800-620-4439, MyPillow.com, GL at checkout. The Ford year-end sales event is here. Now with 0% APR financing for 72 months, plus $1,000 cash back across a full lineup of Ford vehicles. That's Ford, America's best-selling brand, now with exclusive holiday offers. Get 0% APR financing for 72 months, plus 1,000 Ford credit cash across a full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. Best selling based on 2016 sales. Not all buyers qualify for four credit financing. 72 months at $1,389 per month for 1,000 finance regardless of down payment on cars and SUVs. 72 months at $1,389 per month for 1,000 finance regardless of down payment on F-150. Not available on Ford GT, Fiesta, Focus RS, Mustang GT 350, 350R, Raptor, or Super Duty. Take new retail delivery from dealer stock by November 30th, 2017. See dealer or go to buyfordnow.com for complete details. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. I think it's false advertising and the FCC should do something about it. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Tell me, tell me if you love me or not, love me or not. Case just makes it happen, you know, he finds a way, especially back there, you know, when he uh, gets to running around a little bit, keeps his eyes down for you. He just creates some things, you know, as a receiver, he's just trying to, you know, get open and stay open, you know, as far as, like, keep standing on the same page as him and, you know, trying to uh, be at the right place at the right time for him because he's going to trust you to make the play. You just got to beat him. Stefan Diggs on Case Keenum. So I think we do the, the sports confidence rankings in this town once or twice a year, maybe like once a year. We haven't done it in a while. And we certainly haven't done it since the Twins became relevant and since the Wolves added Jimmy Butler and the Vikings are now one of the best teams in the NFC. I think the last time we did did it probably, uh, the Wild was a top mine. Well, that's interesting. 
That might not be the case. No, I, that's the thing. Exactly. So let's do this. The Lynx are always number one. <laughs> they win championships yeah, on in every other year basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it four WNBA championships now that they've won? Yeah, over the past Cheryl seven Reeves years, the best or coach in town. She is. So the Lynx are so good. They're like you know they're they're the San Antonio Spurs of the WNBA. So we're just going to have the Lynx sitting atop this conversation. There's no debate. We both agree. The Minnesota sports team confidence rankings, anticlimactically, yep. start and end with the Minnesota Lynx being the most uh, just prestigious team in town in terms of their uh, their wins and their championships. So let's let's put them on their own perch here. They get their own suite overlooking this conversation. Six other teams: Vikings, Timberwolves, Twins, Wild, and then Gopher football, Gopher basketball. Yes. Fire away. How would you rank them? Your confidence in those teams? All right, I will start at six and go upwards. Okay. Uh, six is not surprising. Go uh, go for football. Go for football is in what looks to be another rebuilding phase. They don't have a quarterback. Uh, their quarterback of the future is uh, almost certainly not on campus right now. This is going to take a while. If you like it, if you don't, it's it's just going to take some time here. So they are six. Number five. <laughs> you're right. Things have changed. The Wild. Uh, the Wild, I still can't get a read on. I do think what I've said uh, from day one of this year is correct, though, which is they're sort of just who they are. They're sort of stuck. They don't wow you. They came back last night and and got an impressive comeback win in the third period. But the question then becomes, should the first two periods or most of the first two periods be of concern? Last night was sort of them. Last night was sort of them. They play. They played good enough in a spurt to win the game, but they also played bad enough in a long spurt uh, to lose lots of games there. So my confidence in the Wild has gone down quite a bit, and the issue becomes, too, uh, because of the salary cap, you can't really fix things. You are stuck. So the Wild is number five on my list. And now it gets difficult because the Wild is a clear five. That was easy for me. Number four on my list is a team I really like, uh, but there's enough unknown that exists, and there's a lot more prove it. The Timberwolves. The Timberwolves, I like a lot. Jimmy Butler, uh, when when it comes to shooting, has really struggled. We have not even seen um, close to what is the best Jimmy Butler as a shooter and probably a player, but his presence makes a difference that's enormous already. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this Wolves team is absolutely on the right track. I think they're fun to watch. I still need to see way, way more. So the Timberwolves are number four on my list. Okay. Number three on my list, the American League, one of the two wild card participants, the Twins. The Twins had a terrible 2016. They came back and had, what, a 26 of victory turnaround in 17. It was extremely impressive. There's still a long way to go here. There's more pitching you, you got to add to the bullpen. Uh, ideally, you certainly go get at least one, one more quality to high-quality starter. Miguel Sinoni needs to decide if he wants to be a superstar or just a slugger. Lots of things there uh, to still still find out. I would sort of put the Twins and Wolves together as, as in just continue to prove it. I'm not completely sold, but I like both of them. Now it gets even more difficult. Who is number one on my list? Number two. Very dramatic. Number two. <laughs> only, only because, only because <laughs> I still need to see more. But number two is a team I love right now. And this is a team that deep in my heart might give me the most pleasure in this town to see be competitive wow. to really good. And I'm I'm not getting you. Deep in my heart as a fan. I'm with you on this. I love this team mm-hmm. because I love their building. And I really like the program. Go for men's basketball. Go for men's basketball. Now, the Providence win on Monday was impressive. When Seth Davis, who is very well respected, gets on Twitter and says, this looks like a Final Four team, I say, whoa, 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 Seth. Slow, Let's those breaks slow a bit, yeah. down. But I see where he's going. Go for basketball is two, which means the Vikings are one. Everything's clicking now. Uh, your defense is outstanding. Your defense is great. Your defense has six guys who who should be Pro Bowl players. Your offense now makes sense. Your your quarterback is unsettled, but but you got your line right. Your coordinator is doing a fantastic job. You look like you get it offensively. Uh, so a year after things went completely off the train tracks, 
The Vikings are one, uh, but it's close. Gopher basketball is very close, and I think Gopher basketball could be outstanding. So, so, so go through them again. That's okay. yeah. So, so Vikings one, Gopher men's basketball two, Twins three, Wolves four, Wild five. Goal for football at clear six. All right, so we we differ that I although I don't even really argue with your rankings necessarily. I think it's there's so much subjectivity here. I don't have the Vikings number one though, so I'll I'll start at the bottom here. And again, these are the Minnesota sports team confidence rankings, and the Lynx have an all time seat up in the luxury box yes, of this conversation. Fun. Yep. So they're just like it's anticlimactic. They are number one. They win titles. They are the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Cheryl Reeve is the best coach. Like all those things. Number six, Minnesota Wild. And I put them number six because the star player that you built around for the last five years is on the shelf with major back problems, surgery. He's at an age where you don't just bounce back from a surgery and you're going to be fine. He's in his 30s. And they have two guys tied up for another decade, basically. Not quite a decade, but another another seven or eight years. These long-term contracts. It's a salary cap league. The cap doesn't go up. It's It's been steady for like the last half decade. So... Cap problems, no bona fide superstar player, and a team that's had a five-year window to advance in the playoffs, and they have yet to go beyond the second round. So I like the job Chuck Fletcher has done overall because when you're not drafting in the top three picks in the NHL draft, it's hard to find that franchise-changing superstar. So they're just going to be kind of a, a solid regular season team, maybe even sometimes better than that, but I just don't... Barring a goalie getting lightning hot in the playoffs, the Wild to me are kind of on the back end of of the 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 winning mountain here. So I've got the I got the Wild number six, but it's not, like the good news is I've got them six, but they're still like a playoff team. So things are going well in this town right now from a sports standpoint. Almost I put, too well. Yeah, I put the Gopher football team number five, which you could say, well, why would you put them above the Wild? The Wild have gone to the playoffs five years in a row. I you know I'm drinking more PJ Fleck Kool Aid than most people, if not all people, on this radio station because I think he understands modern recruiting. He brings an energy level that Tracy Clay's just did not have the last year, and I think he's putting the Gopher football program on a national map more than it's been in a long time. So if you give him a chance to build this thing and find a quarterback and and just maybe even start from scratch with freshmen next year, it's going to take a while, but I think. My confidence in PJ Fleck to build this thing into a regular nine and ten win, like a more closer to what Wisconsin does on a regular basis, it's pretty high. It's pretty high. All right, uh, and I totally admit that I'm drinking more Kool Aid than most people in that conversation. Number four on my list. This might surprise you. The Timberwolves. It's more of a compliment to the other teams above them on this list. But if we're talking confidence rankings, let's look at the landscape of the NBA right now. There's a couple teams above them in line in both conferences. Celtics, wherever LeBron plays, and the Golden State Warriors that ain't going anywhere. And you only have Jimmy Butler under contract for a couple seasons, and then he can make a decision. So the fact that you have Carl Anthony Towns on your team for as long as he'll continue to sign with you is a great thing, and you're going to be relevant because of that. He's got to get better at defense. Wiggins has to get better as an overall player. And Tom Thibodeau has to do a better job of just reaching guys and teaching defense. But overall, this roster is built to win. They're nine and five, and so my I'm in I'm in the boat with you. I need to see more from the yeah, Timberwolves. Just prove it. Number three, Minnesota Vikings, and it's because I don't know who their quarterback is from week to week or from season to season. If I don't know who the most important player on the roster is, and you don't have any under contract from week to week and season to season. I can't be super confident in you. I like the coach. I like what Rick Spielman did this offseason. I love the defense. So they're definitely built to win, and I'm confident in them. But to put them number one, I'd have to know more about the quarterback. So I've got the number three. Number two on the Minnesota Sports Confidence Rankings list, the Gopher basketball team. Richard Pitino has recruited. He has brought in now three of the top five in-state recruits. Not Trey Jones, but... But uh, three of the top five for 2019. Yep. And uh, they're poised to maybe finish top three in the conference. And they just had a nice little win. He's built this thing. He's one of the up-and-coming, better young coaches in the country. And number one, the Minnesota Twins. 
And I say it for this reason. Well, first of all, they're a playoff team. So, like, they already stamped their their playoff mark last year, a year or two earlier than we thought. They've got one of the best center fielders in the game. So they're stacked at some of the most important positions, right up the middle. they got the, maybe the best center fielder in the game. Not offensive, but he's getting there. They've got one of the best middle infielders in the game in Brian Dozier. They've got one of the brightest young star pitchers in Jose Barrios in the American League. And I think they have one of the brightest manager to front office trios, Paul Molitor to Thad Levine to Derek Falvey, that you're going to find in the American League right now. I mean, the Astros are obviously the blueprint, and the Indians aren't going to go anywhere in the short term. And the Yankees and the Red Sox have good front offices. They spend money. Uh, But the Minnesota Twins, with finally going outside the organization, bringing in smart people, bringing in somebody from the Dodgers, just... I, I love what they're putting together here, and I th- and I think the this front office thinks differently than the old front office oh, yeah. in an era where you have to think differently and where you have to uh, be on the analytics train and you and you just have to find different ways to accumulate talent. So, Twins number one, Gopher basketball number two, Vikings number three, Wolves number four, Gophers football and Wild. How long has it been? And I don't say this to jinx it, but how long has it been since you felt this good about the overall sports landscape in this town? Let's I was talking a little to, more about that think back on when that. we come back. Mackie and Judd and a write that down in accountability session in 15 minutes. Sit tight. The Mackie and Judd show will continue in a moment. What could possibly go wrong? On 1500 ESPN. This weekend, Sunday Night Football. Shotgun snapper Prescott. He's on 1500 ESPN. End zone, touchdown, Cowboys. And NFC East rivalry is reborn when the Philadelphia Eagles invade Jerry's place to take on the Cowboys. On the run, Jeffrey's got it. Pre-game coverage begins at 7 here. And the Eagles get 6. On 1500 ESPN. Make your home light up with joy this holiday season with pre-Black Friday savings from Lowe's. Create a dazzling red and green light show indoors or out with a Show Lights brand laser projector now for $34.98. And if you need tools for someone on your gift list, get up to 40% off select tools like a DeWalt 20-volt cordless drill for just $99. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid 1115 through 1122 while supplies last. See store for details, U.S. only. As soon as the Purples game ends, the talk begins. Taking your calls as soon as the coaches shake hands. Don't wait for the post-game interviews to end. Get it off your chest immediately after the game. Vikings Vent Line on 1500 ESPN. Brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit, your first choice. Should I refi? Good question. Interest rates are the lowest they've been all year, and you could be spending way more than you should be on your current mortgage. Find out if a refi makes sense for you and visit shouldirefi.com. Shouldirefi.com, local professionals providing straightforward information. No hard sell, just accurate answers. Everybody has a different situation and there are many reasons to refinance. Here's just one example. If your mortgage balance is $200,000 and a refi saves just 1%, you could save over $40,000 over the life of the loan and save $100 per month. That makes sense. There are many reasons to refi. Pay off high interest credit card debt, shorten the life of your mortgage, get out of debt faster, get cash now for big expenses. Or maybe you want to enjoy the security of converting an adjustable mortgage to a fixed rate. Whatever your reason, make a point to visit shouldirefi.com. Local pros, accurate answers. Shouldirefi.com. The Amazon Black Friday Deals Week is on now with deals across every department. That's all the deals you're looking for, all in one place, available wherever you are. Plus, get free shipping on over 100 million items with eligible orders over $25. Good times. The Amazon Black Friday Deals Week, from November 17th to 24th. 
guys. Come into the JCPenney Men's Store and find great looks for all those holiday parties. Now through Sunday, get 60% off select styles of men's outerwear, hats, and gloves starting at just $6.99. Refresh your holiday wardrobe with 60% off men's sport coats, top coats, and dress pants starting at $23.99. We've got your style and size in-store and at jcp.com. Plus, the holiday challenge is here. Get everything on your list for less than you think. Hurry in. JCPenney. Offers represent savings on regular or original prices. While supplies last, some exclusions apply. See store at jcp.com for details. And now, a sport clips well-played moment. Gentlemen, every day we walk through a car wash of external stimuli. So, does our mind wander? You bet it does. Sport Clips knows this and makes every haircut memorable, but with little thought required. A great MVP haircut experience with a hot steam towel, massaging shampoo, and sports on TV. Come to Sport Clips Haircuts and say to yourself, well played, sir. Sport Clips Haircuts. Find a location near you at sportclips.com. Whew, sorry I'm late. Ready to tee off? Dude, you're glowing gold. Yeah, I stopped by Shell on the way to the course and got rewarded with instant gold status. Cool. Does it do anything? Yeah, it saves me five cents per gallon on every fill every day. Whoa. And it crushes the long ball. Watch this. Yeah. Nope, it just saves it Shell. Get rewarded at Shell when you join the Fuel Rewards program now at fuelrewards.com slash gold. Restrictions apply. Active gold status required. Introductory offer valid for six months after activation. Limit 20 gallons per transaction at participating Shell stations. See fuelrewards.com slash gold for details. Doesn't actually turn bodies gold. The Mackie and Judd Show rolls on. And now for the main event. On 1500 ESPN. Want to win a 55-inch TCL Roku TV? Well, you join Judd Zolgad at Lucky's 13 in Bloomington. He will be there tomorrow from 3 to 5 for the ultimate college football viewing party with Dos Equis. Enjoy an ice cold one and register to win that new TV. Put game day over everything this college football season with Dos Equis, the official beer sponsor of the college football playoffs. More details at 1500ESPN.com. That's Lucky's 13 in Bloomington tomorrow with Judd, 3 to 5. Oh, people can meet you. Yeah. Are you going to be, uh, gonna be sociable or are you going to try and avoid I'm human very, contact? Like no, usual? no, no. I'm very sociable. In you fact, just go the to these events time, and hide in the corner and no, hope no the one last sees you? Time, no, the last time I did I did one, I actually stuck around after it was officially done and drank some beers with, with the folks. With my buddy Dan. Our, our friend Dan showed up. We cheers a couple beers. It was no. I will be very. I will be on my best social behavior tomorrow. Nice. Which means I'll be nice. Uh, Eric chimes in on our Minnesota sports confidence rankings. The team confidence rankings. I assume the loons are at the bottom. Yes, you can assume safely. We love the loons on the station, yeah. but they're an upstart team. And yeah, when you're an expansion team, you're, well not get, you're not going to get very high quickly. Right. So I I had the list. Twins at the top, which. Could obviously poke holes in. They just became good and their pitch they need pitching. They don't really have good pitching. Uh but I love the way the franchise is headed right now. Go for basketball number two. Vikings number three. I need to know who the quarterback is. Number four, Timberwolves, five go for football, six wild. And then go through yours real quick again. Uh Vikings are atop my list. Go for men's basketball, twins three, wolves four, wild five, and I have go for football at the bottom. But it's funny you say that about the Vikings because they're thinking the exact same thing. They are thinking at Winter Park, they're saying the exact same thing. Damn, the Gopher basketball team is higher than us on Mackey and Judd's Minnesota sports they are packing saying, order. They are, they are saying we don't know who, who the quarterback is in 2018. Yeah. That's It's the exact same problem. Do you think there's any or chance Case Keenum is the starting Vikings quarterback in 2018? I Week it. one of 2018, bargain injury. If you pumped everybody at Winter Park who mattered full of truth serum and asked that question, every, every one of them would say, God, I hope not. I just don't think, find me examples of athletes that age who turn a corner that drastically. Yeah, it's definitely more likely that he's that he's Brian Hoyer or a Ryan Fitzpatrick that you could live with for stretches and is a great guy to have as a backup. Fitzpatrick more so than, because Fitzpatrick I think has thrown like 30 touchdowns in a year before. Do and, you remember two years ago, Fitzpatrick had a great year for, for the Jets and that and that entire starting in March, everybody, all Jets fans were like, "Well, you're gonna you're gonna sign him to a big contract, right?" And the Jets are like, "No," and the Jets aren't well run. It's one of the few times the Jets were exactly right. If people, if Bridgewater doesn't play and Case continues to play, and let's say they win a playoff game, and people come back and say, "Okay, you got to pay Case now," if they pay Case, let's say they give him three years. A year, and I think they're going to say that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, I really, agree. I re- and 
That goes back to the point of among the reasons why I think the Vikings desperately want Teddy to play is he is the only quarterback in that building who they say, if our quarterback for 2018 is with this team right now, it's right. Teddy Bridgewater. I think there's also an aspect of you. if you went to Teddy, and it's obviously cases starting this week, and if you went to Teddy, let's say on Thanksgiving, or you might have to take a step back from what Case has been giving you to eventually go another step forward. Or two, you know, one step back to take two steps forward, because um, it's pretty unlikely Teddy Bridgewater is going to step on a field for the first time in two full calendar years, not counting preseason, and just sling it around like, you know, right. the prime of his career. Right. So that's even more reason to get him in quicker while you have a cushion here. That's exactly to try and it. see if, like, by the end of the weeks 15, 16, 17, if he yes. if he's got a humming for the playoffs, if you think there's more upside there, but. For this weekend, it's going to be Case Keenum against his old team, and we'll see how quick the we're hook gonna is. Find, we're going to find out a lot. Yeah. Do you do you think that they would put in Teddy on Sunday at home? I think they want to put him in under I uh, what they consider to be ideal circumstances, which would start off with not being at home. I do think they would prefer to go with uh, Teddy in Detroit or in Atlanta. You're on the record. uh, Write that down is coming up in a couple minutes of saying at Atlanta on December 3rd is when he's going to play. In fact, let's get to our write that down predictions. Three from each of us every single week. And unlike, hey, listen, we tried to hold Patrick Royce accountable. I I called him and Reavers out. Some shows, in fact, most shows around the country and at this station can't stand to be held accountable for their bad predictions and takes. We hold ourselves accountable on this radio show. We'll do that and write that down session when we come back. Todd Furman helping us pick the Vikings-Rams game in about an hour from now. And the superstar Mike Morris in the noon. Plus Judd pays off a punishment on the show today. Mackie and Judd are back after this brief timeout. Stop! On 1500 ESPN. Stock up and save big this week during the Menard Day Sale. Aero Liquid Laundry Detergent gives you twice the cleaning power versus the leading liquid value detergent. A 150-ounce container is only $7.79. Bounty Basic Paper Towels are strong enough to handle everyday spills. Get a 12-pack of Bounty Basic Paper Towels for just $9.99. Get these and other great deals through November 19th during the Menard Day Sale. Plus, a Menard's gift card is always a great gift idea. Save big money at Menard. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. 